Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots and fed up Americans. Aren't you guys tired of the do as I say, not as I do? That it's either my way or the highway attitude from Democrats? You know, if you went against Obama with all of his corruption, you're a racist. But now the new one is illegitimate. The justices are illegitimate. That's their excuse for not getting their way. The temper tantrums of these people is so disgusting and so embarrassing as Americans. How could they even be there? I know Joe Biden stole the election. He's so corrupt and so addicted to power. He's overlooking the fact that he's hated and we know he cheated and he doesn't even care. I couldn't figure out for the longest time how he could be there, how he could sleep at night knowing he stole the election. But you know, the further you watch him and the arrogance, even watching the G7 summit for a whole split second, Macron, Boris Johnson, Trudeau are weird people, very strange individuals who were placed there by Soros and Gates, just like the DAs, Gascon and the other corrupt DAs. They're going soft on crime. Make no mistake, we know this to be true. We talked before about George Soros picking dumb people, very insecure, corrupt people like Hillary Clinton, who was fired from Watergate for lying, cheating. And he gives them power, promises them. He tried a different approach and put her husband into office. Give these people some power. And they were not popular growing up. And now they have power and they're easily manipulated and controlled like AOC, Elizabeth Warren, coming through so angry through the TV and on radio. We must do this. Just so intense. They're not getting their way. And because of their mental instability, they're weak and easily manipulated to do the dirty work of George Soros and Bill Gates. It's as obvious to me as I'm talking to you right now. I'm sure most of you are going, yeah, okay, we know, pretty obvious. And this kind of stuff reminds me too. We all know Chelsea Clinton married George Soros' nephew. Adam Schiff's sister married George Soros' son, Robert, of 22 years. They were divorced, I believe, two years ago, I want to say. But after 22 years, they have a couple children. And now Robert Soros who's in charge of the Soros Billion Dollar Foundation, one of them, he got remarried. But it's kind of funny, I always wonder, why is Adam Schiff still there? Well, there's that connection to George Soros, keeping it all in the family. And we all know Nancy Pelosi's nephew is the famous corrupt dictator, wannabe, lazy, hardly ever works, Gavin Newsom. I'm sure there's more connections to George Soros, and they will be revealed in time, I'm sure. So how many of you actually witnessed Nancy Nutcase Pelosi elbowing a little girl this morning during Myra Flores's swearing in into Congress? I sure did. That was horrible. And of course, Nancy Pelosi has not responded in any way. And none of us are surprised by that. But Myra Flores, she did put out a tweet 
today. And it says, and I quote, I am so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her. She continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. And then there's a space. And she says, and I quote, no child should be pushed on the side for a photo op, period. (laughs) She is so correct. And what class Myra Flores has to not name Nancy Pelosi in that tweet. So I'm already impressed with Myra Flores. You know, when your political agenda is more important than the people you represent, you have become a danger to the nation. That is today's Democrat Party, including Nancy Pelosi. They are so elite in their bubble, they have no idea what we are going through. And they don't care. We've talked about that too. Nancy Pelosi needs to worry about where her husband was for an hour and a half after he left the dinner party and when he was arrested for driving under the influence. I mean, there's a whole hour and a half missing there. So where was her husband while she was on the East Coast? There is a lot of cover-up going on. I'm sure many were paid off to keep quiet. Only a matter of time before they reveal the truth. But Nancy Pelosi really needs to Stop, think, and listen to the American people who she is supposed to be representing. I know, fat chance. While she's trying to create all kinds of chaos, divert the media, going from one scandal to the next, they are really trying to pump up their base and these corrupt people to become mules. During the election, I'm sure... Look at all these very strange individuals that are protesting. You can't tell me that some of those are not so mentally disturbed and deranged and easily paid off to go and be a mule. Oh my gosh, they would do it probably for $10 or even for free. They're just that unstable to be mules during the election. I see the plan coming out here. I'm sure most of you can see it too. And this is what we all fear. We know it's coming We watched them steal the election and how they did it in 2020. And they're pretty sure they're going to take back the House and the Senate, though they are stirring up the base, going from scandal to scandal to scandal, creating a chaos all over the place and using the media to help them. We know this. We are watching it. And it's just going to continue one thing after the other, after the other, until after the election. And if they take back or control of both the House and the Senate by big numbers, you can rest assured they are going to cut out Pipeline 5 in Michigan with that crazy lady. Talk about cheating in the election. Gretchen Whitmer, one of the many things she does that's just so bad and corrupt and bizarre, is refusing to allow cameras at ballot boxes. In 22 or was it 32 locations across the state and refusing to have police supervise those particular ballot boxes. Well, we know what happened to Dinesh D'Souza with his 2,000 mules. He proved without a shadow of a doubt that the election was stolen. And what's happening with that? President Trump should be reinstated as president and save our country and save us from world domination of one world order. We see it. 
It's happening. It's in full motion. Pray. Pray for a miracle. So while Nancy Pelosi is over here cheating and setting up January 6th, when we all know that Trump asked for 20,000 guards at the Capitol, she refused it. We know that the, that the D.C. corrupt mayor who wants to have her own state, the 51st state, had her police move the barriers to let the people through. We know that Antifa, two weeks before, put out flyers that they were going to be at this rally as Trump supporters. We know that people witnessed buses arriving with Antifa getting out and getting into the front of the line dressed as Trump supporters, changing into Trump attire. We know that witnesses saw a lot of Antifa riding bicycles up to the front of the crowd and leaving the bicycles behind and getting in line, wearing backpacks, black helmets, and riot gear, basically, to climb fences or whatever they were doing, breaking windows. We know this. All the setup to put a fence up around the Capitol with military, what was it, 4,000 soldiers and a very corrupt communist general on guard. And they went through all of the military, weaned them out, did background checks, make sure none of them were Trump supporters. So basically they're all woke people protecting them at the Capitol, right? So it's clearly a failure. They are not getting the results that they want. So now they're having to create all this other chaos and lies. So being the evidence isn't panning out in their favor. In fact, the blame of what happened on January 6th is increasingly falling to those responsible for the Capitol itself. Nancy Pelosi is largely responsible for security breakdown. You know this, and I know this. She's in charge of the Capitol Police. But the Democrats, of course, are not going to tell you that. They're just gearing and gunning and manipulating, editing facts to fit their agenda to make Donald Trump look bad. Well, they're not succeeding. A preliminary report that came out a little bit sooner than anticipated, thank you, God, by Republican investigators, Representative Jim Banks and Rodney Davis, determined that the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, is responsible and mostly to blame for the security breakdown at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th in 2021. The Republican lawmakers have found that Pelosi is largely to blame. They discovered that Pelosi's sergeant-at-arms rejected offers for additional security from the Pentagon. They also learned that the Capitol Police were ill-equipped and ill-trained for rioting. This confirms previous reports that have come out over the last year that Pelosi and her team deliberately ignored warnings prior to January 6th and refused to properly secure the grounds. It appears there was prior warning from the FBI that something could happen, yet the speaker did nothing. After the event, we watched as she demanded 
the National Guard stick around D.C. for months with fencing around the Capitol long after the threat was gone. Republicans are not taking the news lying down. Thank you, God. If they retake Congress in November, they are promising investigations into Pelosi's partisanship of the January 6th commission. They will also launch numerous investigations against Biden and his administration. Though we are all longing for justice, finally some justice, do we really think after they stole the election and how they perfected it between the mules and the Obama judges and the whole setup, do you really think they're going to allow the House and the Senate to flip? I say no, and so do you guys. We know there's going to be another virus coming out. They've already released the information that's coming out in the fall. Just before the election, they are triggering so many riots and chaos to divert from reality, cover up what is really going on. You know, in 2016, we've already talked about, they thought Hillary Clinton was going to win. So they really didn't focus on the presidential election. Did they rig the election? Sure. But Trump beat the odds. So they stole the house. That was their main focus. This time, in 2020, they focused on the presidential election. And that's why they lost so many seats in Congress. This time, they're going to be focusing on both. They watched how they perfected 2020 election theft. Let's just pray. (laughs) Pray that some miracle occurs and we pull it out. And everything that we expect, this big wave. I know that there was a million people in the last year that had changed in 2020, they say, from Republican to Democrat, have now gone back to registering again as a Republican. And it's all over the spectrum, in red states, blue states, all races. However, the predominant of all of them, the one million that changed back in the last year, were the suburbs, educated moms. So beware if the media is telling you that A million Democrats have flipped to Republican. That is true. However, they were also Republicans that flipped to Democrats, according to the polls, back in 2020. So they just went back to where they were originally. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the abortion laws, what's going on with the states, AOC, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, The best Arizona school choice law in the country, which I hope more will take note. And with that, we'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. I'm happy to report the Arizona State House passes an education savings account program. This is huge. This is the first in the country to fight woke education and ideology to brainwash propaganda, our children. So the Arizona State House passes the Education Savings Account Program that will expand scholarships to private school tuitions 
online education, education therapies, and tutoring to cover more than 1 million students. The bill still has to be reviewed by the Senate and Governor Ducey to sign it into law. They're saying the chances of this being signed into law is 99.9% a yes. And this bill covers all children, all races, all Americans, rich, poor, all children in need. They were saying that the state of Arizona has a lot of money for this program. So I'm pretty excited. And I can only pray that other states pick up the same program once it gets signed into law. Fingers crossed. You know, the last segment we talked about how George Soros picked very insecure, dumb people, corrupt people, to run for office, give them power, and they're easily manipulated, brainwashed, and will be good little Nazi soldiers, do as they're told, like AOC. You know, you guys all heard her say, go on air, live TV, so convincing because she's been convinced, easily brainwashed, low IQ, that Kavanaugh and Gorsuch lied under oath to get votes to get elected and put on the justice and Supreme Court when asked and questioned about Roe versus Wade. Well, they didn't lie under oath and they didn't lie. Even the Wall Street Journal put out an opinion piece this morning titled, The Justices Didn't Lie to the Senate. And it reads, and I quote, the fury of the left's reaction isn't merely about guns and abortion. It reflects their grief at having lost the court as the vehicle for achieving policy goals they can't get through legislatures. The cultural victories they achieved by judicial fiat will now have to be won by persuading voters. We understand their frustration, but they ought to try democracy for a change. (laughs) Oh, wow, the cultural victories here. There is another fact that AOC overlooked. While lying, uneducated, no facts to the public. Under Article 3 in our Constitution, judges are limited under Article 3 of the Constitution to hearing cases, which means ruling on the facts or the situation of that case. If you prejudice a case... You are prejudiced and you cannot have a biased opinion. So the New York Times, not surprised, puts out an opinion piece this morning, an op-ed, how to discipline a rogue Supreme Court. And it states, and I quote, the power to check the Supreme Court is there. In the Constitution, Congress can impeach and remove justices. It can increase or decrease the size of the court itself. So AOC, with her comments regarding they lied, is a setup for impeachment. We all know they're trying to already impeach Clarence Thomas because his wife went to the January 6th event. So they're trying to impeach him and make him illegitimate, which is insane. 
And then you have Elizabeth Warren going on live TV, almost coming through the screen. God, she was just so, oh my God, you guys have to do it so intense. She needs to stick to her kitchen and open a beer and chill out. But she said that we need more justices because this is an an illegitimate court. They lost all legitimacy is what she said. They took the last of it with this reversal of Roe versus Wade and put a torch into the Supreme Court justices and that they either need to eliminate it or they need to expand the court by four. Well, we knew they were trying to do that a year ago. They've been trying to push that. Luckily, Joe Biden said he doesn't want to do that. That could be just him talking now. But after November, all bets are off. They're going to say and do anything to manipulate, to lie, to sway voters in their direction. But after November, if they take both houses, we are done. You know it and I know it. So she said the only way for them to put confidence back into our courts is to pack it with more justices. And you know they're going to be more woke people like that brown person who can't even identify what a woman is. So Elizabeth Warren went on to say that they torched the Supreme Court. And the next day, a liberal, lunatic, corrupt criminal attempted to torch a Los Angeles police officer with a torch, burned him. The police officer is okay, but the criminal was arrested. Thank you, God. However, we have Gascon in there, Soros's DA, Golden Boy. You ever heard him talk? You know, and I don't judge people, but when they do obvious bad things, and I said that one of my very first shows, you have to earn the negative comments. You have to earn the positive. I mean, like most people are, you know, we're all God's children. But if you earn a negative title, sorry, I'm going to call you on it. And I'll pick you apart. It's one of the things I love about this show. It's uncensored. And we can say anything we want. Gascon, the way he talks, I'm not, I really don't know where he's from. He's a very strange guy. He's defending his soft on crime policies. He actually is trying to convince either himself or the people that he's actually helped the community. More moms who have lost their children from criminals who get put back on the streets by Gascon are saying that they voted for that for this guy. And they don't know how they were fooled, though we do. But they believed him and they voted for him and they blame him for his soft on crime policies. We've all heard it. So I'm sure that this guy who torched someone got the idea from Elizabeth Warren to torch the Supreme Court. This guy goes and torches a cop. I bet you that guy is 
on the streets already with Gascon's soft on crime. Our country is out of control. I was saying years ago that Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, is going to spread to other big cities and it has the most strict gun laws in the country and more people are killed by guns daily, mostly on the weekends. Except for last weekend, overnight, there was three deaths by guns and three deaths by stabbing with knives. So that's going to be the new one. Open borders, soft on crime, 800,000 people were getaways, 800,000. That's almost a million people. They know that there's been terrorists across the border. I thought they stopped and wouldn't let them in. However, they, they know where they are. Be prepared, guys. This is, this is getting scary. Small towns are experiencing carjackings and all kinds of crime that they wouldn't normally experience. People are afraid to go to the grocery store in small towns, not just the big cities because it's starting to spread. And no one is doing anything about it, except for Republican officials. We must vote out Democrats from Congress, mayors, Senate, governors, president, all the way up the ticket. We need to get rid of Democrats and this woke ideology. One world order, global starvation, what they are planning for us. We are just in the beginning of our economic crisis. Larry Summers said that it's close to unavoidable, a recession. We all know it's going to be a recession. And then you got Joe Biden over there at the G7 summit, just signing checks, billions here, billions there. He's going to send another 4 billion again to Ukraine. And he's going to send them all kinds of equipment. Well, what was the 40 billion and then the 13 billion before for money laundering? Of course. And let's not forget Joe Biden is putting 200 billion of your dollars, my dollars for a global infrastructure plan. <laughs> Just a plan. A global infrastructure plan, you guys. That's just the 200 billion. They want to sanction Russia from importing gold because nothing they've done on against Russia has been effective. Russia is getting richer by the day. So all these sanctions, all these things against Russia have failed miserably. Then you have at the meeting this morning, Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, and Macron laughing at Putin's pecs, having a picture without his shirt on. Have you seen those three guys? The pictures of them, Justin Trudeau, blackface, wearing goofy outfits at Halloween. I mean, these guys have no room to talk. And none of us want to see them without their shirts on. Ugh. <laughs> and with that being said, we'll be back tomorrow. You are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.